Welcome to the Mike Litton Experience Podcast. Mike has over 31 years experience in real estate, finance, and investing. He's passionate about being a father, a teacher, a realtor, an investor, and a leader. Everyone has a story, and our passion is to help them tell it. And now, introducing the host of the Mike Litton Experience, Mike Litton. So what can you expect from the Mike Litton Experience? You can expect stories that will inspire, motivate, advice that will sharpen your focus, and expert information on real estate, finance, and market conditions. Claudia Zaker, thank you for being on the Mike Litton Experience. My pleasure. I am so excited to get to hang out with you. So as we talked about, everybody has a story and our passion is to help them tell it. So with your permission, we're gonna start with where you were born, go all the way up to today, and then we can talk about anything you'd like to talk about today. I'd like to talk about Real Broker, if that's okay, mm -hmm. and the hub at Eastlake where we're sitting. Yes. Um, I'd love to talk about that and, and let people know how amazing it is here. So thank you for for hosting us and having letting us come here and do this. Thank you. So let's start with where you were born. Where were you born? I was born here in San Diego. Oh yeah, sunny San Diego. So you're yes. a native. I am a native. San so you Diego. grew up here. I grew up here. Okay. Yes. So what was your favorite thing about growing up here? Gosh, um, well you know I grew up actually in Chula Vista here in the city. In Chula Vista, so I have yeah. not left. <laughs> born here, raised here, and still here. Um, much as I try to get away. You know, I love I love just the proximity, close proximity to the border. Okay. Because my parents are both immigrants. Okay. Born in Mexico. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. a lot of my family is still in Mexico. So just growing up in a border town, one, we spoke Spanish mm -hmm. at home. I mm -hmm. don't think I learned English until probably I started kindergarten wow. in school and, and learning English that way. But my parents, born in Mexico, came to the U.S., I was born, my brother was born, and so that's what I love about being in San Diego. It's just, the, the it's a melting pot. Yeah. Yes, the U.S., the yeah. but the diversity here in, in um, San Diego and being so close to the border and just being able to, hey, you know what, today I feel like having some really good tacos, let me just cross the border yeah. and being able to visit family there, and it feels like you've just traveled, you know, to the other part of the world. It's like a different yet, world. You know, yeah. it's just a few miles away, so that's... That's probably one of the And by the way, the tacos don't get much better than they are in, in <laughs> down there. So, yeah, trust me. I, Mexican food all around. That's right. This is that's the right, best right. here in We have it knocked out of the park here. Right? <laughs> if you ever go to like Arkansas and try to have Mexican food, you'll understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll really exactly. appreciate it, I promise. <laughs> so, um, so, so you grew up here. You, you, which high school did you go to? Castle Park High School. Okay. So what was your favorite subject in high school? Gosh, you know, um, funny enough, I think it was English. Okay. I believe it was English. Okay, that's all right. That's <laughs> Even cool. though that wasn't my first language. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I loved, actually, just growing up I, um, in school, I was always seeking, um, challenging, whether it was to be running for ASV mm -hmm. or running for, you know, I don't know, secretary or mm -hmm. whatever it was of the, of, of the board. So just being in any any um, subject or any area where I would get in front of an audience and speak mm -hmm. and just be passionate about something, whether it was, you know, hey, let's bring in a different type of chips for the lunch variety, mm -hmm. you know, for the yeah. kids, you know. I was like, yes, let's get on board and however it was. So I guess it was more of, um, I don't know, I the English, if I could pick a topic, it would be English. Okay. <laughs> so you grew up as a change agent. Yes. And nothing's ever changed. Nothing's ever changed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I give a feeling your entire life story is going to be about yeah, being a change exactly. agent. Yes. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. So you graduate from, from high school. Yes. Then where do you go? So then I went to community college, okay. Southwestern College. Okay. So actually in high school, I wanted to, is when I attended a job fair. It was okay. a job fair, I remember, very clear, very vividly. And a female Latina FBI agent came Ooh, okay, to speak, and okay. I attended one of her sessions. You know, they gave you the breakout sessions of where you wanted to go and hear about different mm -hmm. job careers. Yeah. And um, I attended one of her sessions, and I just fell in love. And mm -hmm. I said, "That's it. I want to become an FBI agent. Cool. I want to be in law enforcement or some something to do with you know detective work." Mm -hmm. 
and that inspired me. I said, you know, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna study, and I'm gonna get into some sort of a law enforcement field. Um, and I that's where it. I was inspired by by that. Yeah. I did have an uncle who was in law enforcement, and my aunt was in law enforcement as okay. well. Um, so I, you know, had firsthand experience mm -hmm. being exposed to that. Some role models for you. Yeah, some role models, but that that definitely um, geared me because I did grow up in an area where it was, um, you know, it wasn't the how should I say it? It was an undeserved, an underserved, yeah. underserved area yeah. of the community where you know my majority Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have all the the fancy equipment and the football field and, mm -hmm. and all these resources. So when I went to this job fair, which is at a different school, and I got to learn these different fields, that's I didn't know what I was going to do after high school. I didn't right. know what college, what I was going to study. Um, my parents, you know, were working class. Just my dad was working in hotel business, okay. um, and then my mom was a cake decorator working in bakeries. Okay. So I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have that. You know, path of, of, of what to do or where to go. So that was a good um, way for me to learn. You know, what is it? What is my passion? Sure. <laughs> I was good at organizing and getting people to rally behind a certain Obviously. idea, right? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went into a southwestern college for my administration of justice, mm -hmm. and then I went on and I did national university. So that wait, let me rewind. Okay, let's rewind. So rewind. <laughs> High school. Senior year, I was pregnant. Oh. Yes. Okay. So I became a teenage, teenage mother. Mm -hmm. um, I was pregnant, and I came. I grew up in a very Christian, very traditional family, mm -hmm. and there was no way I was going to tell my parents this because mm -hmm. I was thinking of getting um, an abortion. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to continue my life, and I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting personal, right? right. Uh, and That's so okay. This I, is your life story. I, yeah. It's okay. And, this, it doesn't get much more personal than this. <laughs> right? So, back up, I was um, letterette. Okay. So, I was part of the band. You know, mm -hmm. I hold the letters up for the yeah. school name. Yeah. Um, straight A student. That does not surprise um, me. I was involved in many clubs. I was, I played softball. So, I was on the softball team, I was on the soccer play? team, softball catcher. Okay. So I played first base and catcher. Right. Um, Which means you ran everything. <laughs> Shocker. Okay. Okay. And then um, <laughs> soccer as well. I was on the soccer team. So I was very much involved, kind of your, your all-around mm -hmm. good student, went to church, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one bad decision. Uh, being influenced by popularity and kids and, and heading down that path. I was pregnant. Um, found out when I was about maybe two months pregnant. Um, didn't know what to do. Told my cousin. I said, you take me down to the clinic. Um, I don't want to tell anybody else. And she finally told her. Well, she ended up telling my aunt, mm. who called my mom. Right. And as I was walking out Wildfire. the door. Wow. <laughs> Walking out the door to, and I was just ashamed, mm -hmm. right? Um, just part of a Bible study group mm -hmm. and very much involved with the church. Um, this was devastating. Um, so I was walking out the door and my mom stopped me and she says, I know you're pregnant mm -hmm. and let's sit down and talk. Mm -hmm. I was on my way to the clinic, <laughs> sat down with her and we spoke and she says, um, you know, of course, you know, yes, we're unhappy about the decision you made, but this is a child, and we're, I'm going to help you raise this child, and you're going to have this child. Um, I'm going to step in. You're going to continue with all your goals and everything you want to accomplish in your life, and, you know, you're going to have this baby. God bless that woman. Right? Yes. Now I'm like, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Mom, and thank you. That you were there. I've met, that baby. I've met that baby, by the way. <laughs> yes, you she's have. She's world class. Yes, she's an amazing human being. She really is. <laughs> um, and so I was a teenage mom, um, and it was just, you can imagine, mm -hmm. my world was just turned upside down coming from, and my parents did everything right. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, 
something that life. happened and, and life that happens and just a, a decision that I that I made and and a beautiful being came into this world mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of her. And I so too. yes, yeah, she's amazing. We'll talk about her. And I'm then, one of her biggest fans, by the way. So from then, um, FBI was no longer uh, something that I needed to do because it was going to take me away for months. You yeah, know, can't be away from and I can't do. I couldn't be away from her. So I said, okay, what else is? What else am I going to do? Because I still wanted to be in law enforcement. I wanted to be a detective. So I said, you know what? I'm going to join the sheriff's department. Mm -hmm. So I continued through school. Um, my parents couldn't afford to pay for my college, so I worked mm -hmm. two jobs, had a baby and continued to school to pursue my criminal justice degree. Um, life turned and I did a lot of I've, national universities so I could work from home, mm -hmm. I, could, I mean I could do school from home and work at the same time so it was flexible for me. Um, didn't end up finishing my career, I didn't get my four year degree, I did about three years of college mm -hmm. and then I joined the sheriff's department. Mm -hmm. Before then, I worked in downtown San Diego where I met my husband, mm -hmm. who now we're married uh, 20 years, mm -hmm. now married. Um, so yeah, joined the sheriff's department and um, loved it, loved every minute of it, went through the academy, uh, finished and um, started working. I had to do work in the jail system mm -hmm. before I could go out in the field. And well, the first couple of years, right? Yes. Years of, yeah. yes. So you have to, when you join the San Diego County Sheriff's Department, I don't know about other sheriff's departments, but San Diego County Sheriff's Department, you have to work in the jail, yes. uh, the county jail yes. for a couple of years. Yes. And then you get a chance to go out into the field. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. So I, I, you know, I loved it. I grew up in martial arts because mm -hmm. my uncle had a Taekwondo studio and then in college I did judo. So I, I already loved you know, being in, whether it was martial arts or some sort of a structured environment. So mm -hmm. I, the sheriff's department was just a breeze and the academy was just, I loved it. You know, perfect. learned how to shoot a gun and um, tactical and all mm -hmm. that, that stuff. So I loved it and that's where I thought the path was gonna be in. And I got married mm -hmm. and my husband had never even seen a gun, let no alone hold a gun and now he's married to <laughs> you know, someone who carries a bag and handcuffs <laughs> and, Right. You should have interviewed me first and then questioned <laughs> about that. I love it. <laughs> you would dress up in a suit and go. We didn't actually talk about any of that. Right? So this is all this is all, this all new. new. <laughs> <laughs> you would dress up in a suit and you know it was tough because when you first start off, you know, you're working graveyard shifts mm. and um, the hard hours mm. and not seeing your baby and not seeing your husband and being newly married. So it was a bit challenging, mm -hmm. but you know, we got through it. And um, what else is next? Should I go into how what what comes after? Go ahead. Go, all right. This is your story. <laughs> so after, so I would say Je uh, Brianna was about four years old when um, Max and I started dating and then got married. Um, so she was pretty young, mm -hmm. um, and I pursued the career that I wanted to. And my mom did help me raise mm -hmm. her, and she was a big part of her life. Um, you know, growing up for the first four years so that I can finish doing sure. what I needed to do. Yeah. And um, got married. We had a nice big wedding down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, had our families both from his side and my side. You know, the Persian family and the Mexican family, mm -hmm. big party. Um, so I was Orandine, that's my maiden name. Mm -hmm. And then I had to switch, you know, remember my badge to Zaker, because mm -hmm. I was Zaker, Deputy Sheriff Zaker from Deputy Orandine. Mm -hmm. um, loved it. Then we started, so when we got married, Max had several rental properties and, um, you know, he had a little uh, portfolio of rentals. And we started, I started helping him, you know, painting whenever a, a tenant would move out and then we would, he would say, oh, I have this opportunity, I'm going to buy this property, I'm going to fix it up, and then we're going to sell it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, he had another career. He mm -hmm. wasn't in real estate. Yeah. So, I, so I was helping him. Yeah. And I started learning about how to fix up properties mm -hmm. and rent them out mm -hmm. and collecting rent. And, you know, and I got really close with our realtor, and we were making him a lot of money mm -hmm. <laughs> with our broker, you know, representing us. And we started doing more properties. and. Um, this was probably in 2000, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And my husband said, you know, 
maybe you should get your real estate license just on the side, you know, um, so that we could use your license when we're purchasing property mm -hmm. and, you know, save on the commission mm -hmm. and, you know, represent ourselves. Right. <laughs> I didn't Why know it was going to be that hard, right? right. <laughs> they real it made it here. sound easy. <laughs> it made it sound easy. Just get your license and save us some money. Sure. <laughs> That sounds good. Part time. Uh, so I got my license. Um, got the, I had always been good at in school taking tests, mm -hmm. whether it's, it's probably my memory. I don't know. Because mm -hmm. that's what it was, right? We're memorizing a lot of laws mm -hmm. and everything else. So I passed the first time around. Um, that was a breeze. What year was that? That was in 2003. Okay. 2003. And yes. how old was Brianna? So Brianna was, she was born in 95. So she was eight. Okay. Yeah, eight years okay. old. Yes. So I got my. So you're still a sheriff. Yes, yeah, so I'm still a sheriff. Right, and, and you're I got my out. License. So as a sheriff, are you a detective yet, or are you out just out in no. the your own patrol? Yes. Okay. Yes, so I'm just working. I did get to work with um, a specialized unit, mm -hmm. um, which was pretty cool. Did a lot of undercover work with narcotics and games. Mm -hmm. um, I was the only female yeah. on that team, which was. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool to be surrounded by talented guys and just feel like I was part of the group mm -hmm. and, and we could hang in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the men. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I bet you hung in there around oh, circles. Oh, around. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I met you, by I the was way. Pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty tough. I was a tough, tough girl. So it was pretty, pretty cool. My friends um, loved to see me in uniform and then I could, you know, let my hair down mm -hmm. and wear the heels. Right. <laughs> but I could also get tactical and um, love that and go shooting and so that that's a lot of things that I know people are very um, part of me that people are surprised to hear about when mm -hmm. they see me now. <laughs> so how did, so how long how long did you have your license and you were still with the sheriff's department? I would say together probably a year. Okay. A year of crossing over. So at the same time I was uh, representing our own transactions, mm -hmm. learning that. and then I started helping friends, mm -hmm. uh, my husband's friends, my friends, assisting them. And it was tough. I mean I was full time sheriff and doing that and at the same mom. time. And, and a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then um, I started helping some co workers as well because they're like, Oh buddy, you got your license? Yeah. So I would say by the fifth transaction that I closed, mm -hmm. I said, wow, yeah. I'm making more money in just two transactions. Mm -hmm. And then the last five transactions I have done in my career mm -hmm. as a deputy sheriff, mm -hmm. um, and I could wear a suit, and I'm not in harm's way, and I'm working, I can set my hours. I don't have to work, yes, I can be a mom. So I started rethinking, you know, my career plans and what I wanted to do, and I was enjoying real estate. Um, so I ended up making a move, and that was probably one of the toughest things that I did is giving my notice yeah. to, because I spent so many years mm -hmm. and since high school, you know, that it's been your life. Yeah. That's right. It's been my life, um, and the camaraderie mm -hmm. that you just build with those that you work with. Yeah. And I socialized with them outside of work, mm -hmm. in work. You form that bond. Mm -hmm. Um, between them, and I was I was loving what I was doing. So it was a it was a big move for me to switch from law enforcement into real estate full time. Yeah, I um, but I knew it was you know it was I was going to see my husband more, mm -hmm. my, my family more. So I made the switch full time into real estate. And funny enough, the first several years, my clients ninety percent of my clients were all law enforcement mm -hmm. and fire. Mm -hmm. the fire department friends that I had and just they were just referring me to yeah. so a lot of firefighters yes so that pretty much kicked off my career mm -hmm. is that um, sphere that I had mm -hmm. um, from of course and there would be jokes you know in my real estate office of when they were going to go into a neighborhood that was a little you know sketchy or a vacant home they were like claudia will you come as my backup please yeah. you know yeah. i would go in first yeah. scope the place out yeah. <laughs> so my law enforcement skills kind of played over into you were the great protector i was <laughs> i held I would, the house hold on we need to take our safety blanket with us 
an open house that nobody wanted to hold open right. in certain areas, you know. I would do it. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll be alone in the house in that neighborhood. No problem. Wow. <laughs> so, um, that was, yeah, that, that was, that was, uh, but it was a lot of transferable skills that came mm -hmm. over um, that, that I used in my, to start off in my real estate career. And then I was a realtor. I was a full-time mm -hmm. realtor. And then I got pregnant mm -hmm. with my second child, mm -hmm. um, Jasmine. And that was 2000? So Jasmine was born in 2005. Okay, okay. So that's, yes. yeah, there yes. you go. So okay. shortly after, right after, um, pregnant. And I remember by that point I was, I was just listening to whatever the mentor and the manager, the office manager was mm -hmm. doing. They're like, you gotta make so many calls for you know four hours a day, you gotta make calls, you gotta go door knocking, you gotta do this. And I come from, okay, tell me what to do, mm -hmm. instructional, I'm gonna follow it mm -hmm. to the T and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And that's well, you have to I do that in law enforcement. Right. You have to do what they tell mm -hmm. you to do. Yeah, there's it's a very, very important. Your systems, right? <laughs> your life right. and other lives yeah. depend on it. Yeah, your life and everybody else's. <laughs> yes. yeah. So I came from that mindset. So I think when I say transferable skills, yeah. a lot of that as well. Absolutely. Right? Yes, the personal skills and relating to people and not being afraid to talk to anyone, mm -hmm. but also um, what I had to do, the discipline mm -hmm. behind it, right? And that's what I was. I remember having uh, Jack actually being pregnant and door knocking mm -hmm. and out there walking, you mm -hmm. know, don't, not being afraid mm -hmm. to get out there, big belly and making calls and then having her as well, taking her to the office. I remember um, uh, asking, you know, can I borrow your office so I can close the door and breastfeed while I'm making my calls? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing, mm -hmm. you know, every single day, just the end, the success showed up. Mm -hmm. The success came when you're doing the activities and following, you know, how strange is that, right? Well, well there's, <laughs> actually, there's more to it than that, I think. And I, if it's okay, yes, I interject here for a second. Yes. I, so I believe that you were born to do this. That's my feeling about it mm -hmm. in terms of how well I know you. But I believe you were born to do this. Here's what I know. Now that I know you were in law enforcement, I know that you got to a place to where you were really, really, really good at talking to people. And talking to people was not, you can't, you can't work in a jail and be hesitant to talk to people, right. okay? And if you worked in a jail for two years like you did, you dealt with the, let's call it this, you know, the, the, the rough part of society. Mm -hmm. And then knocking on a door is, let's be honest, tame in, in comparison, right? Yeah. So I don't think there's, a, I never thought there was a whole lot that intimidated you, but now I know there isn't, <laughs> right? There's like nothing, right? And that's a big thing because when you come to this business, with inherent fears and, and inherent things that hold you back, yes. you didn't have any of that. Right. You got through all that working in the jail. You got through all that working on patrol. When you're on patrol and you're taking a report or you're trying to resolve a conflict, you're talking to people, you're communicating, you're figuring out a way yes. to make things work. That was perfect preparation for what you later did in, in real estate. Right. That was awesome. I love it. Okay, now, now I know better. Okay. <laughs> So, so you're knocking on doors. You you got one baby, right? Yes. Now you have another one, right? You had another baby. Well, I had Brianna, right. and then pregnant with Jasmine in right. 2005. Right. So had a baby. Yes. Right. Jasmine and Brianna. So they're 10 years apart. Oh, gotcha. Exactly. Okay. okay, I got they're you. They're 10 years apart. I got you. Yes. Okay. So you have Jasmine. Yes. And you're you're working real estate. Max is out basically lighting the world on fire yes. and doing all kinds of incredible <laughs> stuff. We got his we got his story on we got his story on tape, so I can I can you know, right? So pretty impressive. I mean, you know, I always thought I always thought Max was impressive, but now that I know his life story, he's even more so to me. Um, and, and you are too now, right? So so you guys are going along when do you decide to, or, or let's, you tell me, what's next? So yes. so Jasmine is, is a baby, you're you're doing real estate, you're doing your thing, you're going at it, right? Mm -hmm. um, what happens next? So um, pretty, I was successful, I was busy mm -hmm. seven days a week. I thought I was gonna go into real estate to get some time back, right. to be flexible. Right. <laughs> Right, we're instead of working ten to twelve right. hour shifts, right? Uh, right, and you're like, huh? Oh, you know that sheriff <laughs> thing, right? 
<laughs> um, at least I was working during daylight, so that was yeah, nice. That's not bad. <laughs> but you know, I was working now seven days a week and holding open houses. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was successful, but it was chaotic at yeah. the same time. It's um, a lot because I had never run a business or um, you know have had to manage you know finances mm -hmm. in a business because mm -hmm. that's what you're doing as an independent agent as you're running for business you're the marketing person you're the assistant you're <laughs> you're getting out you're doing the transactions you're, you're negotiating you're yeah. everything you're all of it um so i was 98 different yeah. tasks for every exactly. for every transaction yes so we had to get a sitter to you know um with jasmine to help him because that was a family member that came in and to be with Jasmine to help with Brianna, who was you know about 10, 11 mm -hmm. years old, um, because I was working mm -hmm. and Max was working as well. Um, so right about, I would say, 10 years into real estate, mm -hmm. um, Max wanted a change of careers. Mm -hmm. He was you know in the corporate world mm -hmm. and, and doing all that, and he was ready for, uh, semi-year retirement or just doing something different mm -hmm. um, and he was looking at my business as well where I was working like just crazy and uh, he says you know why don't I come in and I help other businesses scale up and put systems in place that's what he was good at mm -hmm. so he says I'm gonna come in and help with your business mm -hmm. and help you scale up and develop systems so that you get some time back to yourself and, <laughs> and he can get you back. Yeah. And he can get you back. Right? <laughs> There's you a motive here. Yeah. Now that you gone, <laughs> I see a pattern. That's here, right, too. that's right. It's a pattern. <laughs> I can tell you that. I just sat through his life story. I see the pattern. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we didn't even talk how we met, how Max and I met. How'd you meet? He would say that, you know, he would use a funny story of, oh, she was in law enforcement, you know, she had me behind handcuffs, and that's how we met. Oh, you arrested me, did you? That's what he would say to make it, you know, interesting. Right. No, we worked together before. So right before I joined the academy, um, we worked together in downtown. Okay. Um, Where did you work? At the downtown San Diego partnership, which is like okay. a development firm. Oh, okay. So when he was with the... When yes. he was with the partnership, you worked with him there? Yes. What did yes. you do for them? So I was, what was my role? Um, I was an administrative um, support, so I, I don't know what it was, my, I don't know what my title was, but it was more administrative, whether it was taking inventory, whether it was um, being at the board meeting to take minutes, mm -hmm. you know, things of that sort. So, I so wasn't, you were basically... I wasn't his assistant, but okay. I was, it was a... A large organization. He was my boss. So you were working your way through school at this point. Yes. That's when you met. Him. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yes. And that was right before you went to the academy. Yes. Okay. Right before I went to the academy. Okay. Yes. So he knew I was going to go into the the sheriff's academy, and I was waiting for that. Went through the background checks and all that. Yeah. That good stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, so that's where we met. That's cool. <laughs> so um, how long after you met at at the partnership? How long was it before you were married? So we were friends for about a year, two years. We okay. worked together for about a good year, two years, just mm -hmm. friends, not dating. Um, and then when I, we started to spend more time together uh, through work and um, when I gave my notice mm -hmm. and I said, you know, I'm gonna be joining the Sheriff's Academy and they've accepted me and I'll have a start date. That's when he said, you know, before I couldn't ask you out on a date mm -hmm. because yeah. We're working together, right. I couldn't. Right. But now that you're going to be leaving, I'd like to ask you out on a date. Mm -hmm. um, so he did, and wow. we went on a date, and that now we're now we're here. That's awesome. <laughs> Twenty years later. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad we covered where how you met. Yes. we didn't talk about that. With right, because that's important. That's important. That's very important. And we didn't get the we didn't get the story from Max about you meeting in jail or anything <laughs> like that. So that's, this is good. This is good. <laughs> Because then I have to set the story right, straight. In the spirit of accuracy. He right? likes to change the story. <laughs> a little more juicy. I love that about him. All right. So, okay. So, um, so 2014, he decides that he's going to come into your business and yes. join you. Yes. Um, so he comes in and he joins you. And he helps you scale and he helps you. Or is he hiring people? Is he? So he puts systems in place. We do hire our first assistant. Mm -hmm. Then we bring on someone to the team, a buyer's agent. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and at that point, we're making some noise in, yeah. the, in the industry and within the office. Mm -hmm. So the owners of the company, which were good friends of ours, came to us and um, kind of said, hey, let's do something together. Mm -hmm. um, whether you're managing an office or taking over an office, you know, they, um, and we um, had different plans. You mm -hmm. know, Max said, you know, we need to start our, our own brokerage. Mm -hmm. We need to do something on our own, something that aligns with how we would run a company mm -hmm. and, and the vision. Not that where we were was not a good place, we just had different ideas of how mm -hmm. to run a company. Mm -hmm. um, and Max by then had uh, worked for a nonprofit, mm -hmm. which I'm sure he talked about. So yeah. he had that passion, a different way of mm -hmm. looking at things and how to give back and how to, you know, um, empower those, you know, who are working with you. Mm -hmm. And so he had his ideas of, of how a company should be run. Mm -hmm. um, so we looked at different companies and we had the opportunity to acquire a franchise. Um, a real estate franchise and so we ended up now so I went from you know building a team to scaling it up to max putting systems in place to now running purchasing a franchise and now running a brokerage so that was 2014 2015 um, yeah, right around there yeah. yes okay yeah. yeah okay right around there yes. okay yes yeah, so we so we left that company started our own mm -hmm. and of course when people heard that we were starting something and taking over a franchise, you know, that just, um, we brought, you know, people just came in and said, mm -hmm. we want to go where you're going. Because yeah. um, they had watched how we were building, I had watched me and then Max coming in and the systems and building a business. Um, so that's what we did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we took over our franchise and um, started pretty much from scratch, built our team. Um, of who we needed to have in place, uh, you know, to, to be part of the staff and to help. And, and then we, we blew it up. Mm -hmm. We had, we moved into a new location, um, we expanded. And then um, Max, of course, you know, being the business entrepreneur was like, now we need an escrow company. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, so let's start an escrow company. Mm -hmm. So we started an escrow company. It sounds company. like Max. <laughs> it does sound like Max. <laughs> So my world just completely changed from. By the way, one of the things we one of the things we talked about in his life story mm -hmm. on the podcast yes. was it's never boring with him. Never is. It's never boring. Never. He admitted that. <laughs> <laughs> the minute I think we're good, something else. You right. know, he's had some wild right. ideas. Backstaker and status quo <laughs> don't really work. Together. <laughs> we had some wild ideas from it, while we were in real estate too. Like, why don't we start a cafe? Why don't mm. we? You know, do this and do that, and <laughs> and he admitted that, by the way. I don't know what to take. Okay, okay good. He <laughs> <laughs> admitted he's got a ton of ideas. Yes. So um, cool. Yeah. So we we scaled up and opened up the escrow business, mm -hmm. um, and then on the mortgage side as well, partnered mm -hmm. up with the, the mortgage side and. Um, you want me to stop, or how, how are well, we transitioning? Keep going to transitioning to the. This is your life story. So um, by then, you know, we're now our daughter is graduating high school, mm -hmm. going off to um, Brianna, the mm -hmm. older one, and she went off to do. She went to UCR, mm -hmm. University of California, Riverside. Mm -hmm. I don't know why she picked Riverside. Um, but she does she know why she picked Riverside? <laughs> After she was in there, she's like, "Why did I pick Riverside? Right. You know, There's nothing you, you to know, do here." <laughs> I went to Riverside one time, and I did a broker price opinion up there, and I wouldn't go to school there. But okay, right. we that's a, we had no idea. She no. was all about you know the vibe and how the school felt. And oh, there you go. When she walked in, she would walk and. You know, were the trees talking to her? Oh, it sounds feeling, like Rihanna. Was she feeling the vibe of this is where she wanted to spend that sounds like her. four years into her life? Yeah, the whole vibe thing. That sounds like her. Right? So, the, and Riverside called out to her. Mm. Well, <laughs> oh, my son was. my son chose Lincoln, Nebraska, so I don't have anything to say. Wow. Right? Like, of all the places in the Just, world, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, she wanted to do business. She was always. Even ever since she was little, she was always into whether it was buying a pack of pencils and then selling them at school to the kids, you know, for 25 cents each, whatever it was, to um, raising funds and 
uh, I don't know, for the school dance to make it cooler and to, you know, have a band come play at high school. You know, she was very much always into um, in the business side of it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, what do you mean she was a change agent? <laughs> she was a change agent. What a shocker. I don't know where she got Your daughter. <laughs> Your daughter. Yeah. My daughter. Can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. I find that easy to believe. <laughs> she at one point was breeding uh, guppies, like fish, you know, the little fish guppies. We had, wow. to, we had um, I don't know, like five large tanks in her bedroom oh because she gosh. was breeding fish and selling them. This was, she was oh. middle school, high school and selling fish that she would breed to people that would show up at our door and she would hand them a bag of fish that she would She's an entrepreneur. <laughs> yes, an entrepreneur. <laughs> Hilarious. So she, and she's how old when she's doing that? In high school? She was in middle school and high school. Wow. Yeah, all throughout. Anything from pencils wow. to candies to fish oh, and, so and everything cool. else in between. That is so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> yes. Um, so she... Um, and of course, I, uh, because of, you know, teenage pregnancy and my life story, I was so, um, I would say, sometimes you overcompensate and you, you know, for what either you lacked or what you wanted to make sure that you're, you know, for your kids of how your upbringing is. So, we all oh, so overcommunicated with, with uh, Brianna of, you know, making the right decision and, you know, importance of you know one one consequence one yeah. mistake you yeah. know could lead to many other consequences and it could change your your life so it was very important for me to always be just over communicated with my mm -hmm. with my daughter um well, yes right and well, she's, so but now i'm thinking oh my gosh she's she's still single she just got into a relationship she's no kids she's 28 now i'm like now i'm thinking please Find somebody get married, have kids. <laughs> now I'm thinking this. Now it's like okay. Now it's time to settle down. Mm -hmm. You've done all this. Um, so she will. Yes. Time. Yeah. She will. Yeah. She will. So she uh, got her business degree. Mm -hmm. Wanted to do something in business. Didn't know what. Um, and she, after working in business, she got into property management, and then she got her real estate license, mm -hmm. and she came to work and join join us. Mm -hmm. Um, as a real estate agent mm -hmm. in she graduated with a business degree and a minor in marketing there you go. so business degree minor in marketing from UCR mm -hmm. and then decided to come into real estate but she loved the marketing side of it mm -hmm. um, and that's what she focused on is marketing growing you know her business through social media mm -hmm. and that platform a different uh, way that I you know built my business on um, Hard to believe she's going to be 30 in two years. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. Unreal. Right. So I remember her sitting in classes that I taught at your office. Mm -hmm. And she always was so attentive. Like she's, you know, a lot of kids, her kids, a lot of people her age. Yes. <clears throat> they're just kind of, right? Yeah. She was never like that. Like she was always paying attention. I, I, I remember how much she concentrated on what we talked about and the subject matter that we were talking. I mean, she was soaking it all in. And it was and she was one of the only people in that room that focused on what we were talking about. I mean, it was amazing. You know, the rest of them were looking at their phones and they're looking outside and you know what I mean? Like they're there because they they thought they had to be there and they thought they wanted to be there. She was just on fire. I mean, she's just watching everything. Wow, you know this girl's intelligent. She gets this. When she wants something, she's yeah. all for it. Yeah. Yes. yes. You can tell. Yes. You can tell. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's thoroughly yeah. impressive. So, so, so you guys decide, mm -hmm. and this was a couple of years ago now, but you decide to to go with a different company. Yes. And that company's real broker. Yes. And if you're okay with it, I'd kind of like to talk about it a little bit because they're. They're growing mm -hmm. fairly rapidly, right? They're yes. people in our industry are starting to understand who they are and that kind of thing. Like I've got several friends that, that work there now and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so can you talk a little bit about, Max shared a little bit with us, but he also said that we would get more detail from you. Talk to us a little bit about why real, why, why make the decision to join them? Yes. So we, 
we spent a lot of time. We knew that we needed to make a change. Mm -hmm. We knew that the new way of um, doing real estate and running a real estate company was going to look materially different than what it did, mm -hmm. you know, the last 10, 20 years. Um, it's very astute of you. You're absolutely correct. Yes. So we 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 had a lot of talks on what does that look like? Are we starting our own brokerage? Are we um, we interviewed with different brokerage models uh, just to see where would be the right fit. And we were looking for a place that was you know, innovative, that had, of course, technology at the forefront of everything that they did. Um, that was a, a technology not only, I mean, every company has some sort of technology, mm -hmm. but a technology that's easy to use mm -hmm. and that's agent-centric. Um, Agent-friendly. Friendly, yeah. yes, as, um, for the consumer. And then also that was innovative with how the real estate model was built. Mm -hmm. Maybe different sources of revenue streams because market's changing. Mm -hmm. Agents um, are looking for different ways to make income. Mm -hmm. So, and then culture was uh, a big part of it mm -hmm. as well because we came from, you know, we were with a franchise that was big on culture and we love that about mm -hmm. that company. So we knew we needed to find a place where culture was big, mm -hmm. you know, and um, what it had a deeper meaning just besides, you know, transactionally doing real estate. Mm -hmm. um, so we looked at different companies. We spent our time months actually looking to see where we were gonna uh, go. Mm -hmm. And um, we did come across Real, mm -hmm. and we met with Tamir, which is the co-founder mm -hmm. owner of, um, of Real, and fell in love with him. Mm -hmm. Fell in love with his vision. He just has a big heart, um, very down to earth, all he talked about was just agents giving back. How can we, you know, improve just running a business for mm -hmm. an agent and support them and make it all about the agent. So when we heard about his vision, of course, Real was taking off. It was becoming um, well known and having traction, you know, growing throughout. Um, we loved that he was an immigrant himself and just, you know, just his passion mm -hmm. behind. And we did get to speak to other uh, large team owners under Rio in different states that were at other big national franchises uh, just like how we were mm -hmm. and you know heard from them firsthand on their journey coming from there to being where they're at now and mm -hmm. how much you know better it was for them and for their agents so first and foremost we were looking at um, a place that was more competitive for our agents to keep more of their commission mm -hmm. um, that was streamlined with systems for us as owners or team leaders to mm -hmm. run our business that was a little more streamlined as far as not so many fees, not so many overlays and restrictions mm -hmm. and um, all this other stuff that comes from a large franchise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, and um, the different revenue streams, you know, that their stock options that our agents feel like they're a part and owner of, of something mm -hmm. bigger. Um, they're planning for their future because yeah. we don't have a 401k in real mm -hmm. estate. So the revenue share stream, um, the culture, of course, the technology behind it, the revenue stream from RevShare, and then the stock options, all of that put together was just a, a wraparound, mm -hmm. full you know, win-win for us mm -hmm. as leaders and then also for um, the agents mm -hmm. as well. Well, I know you guys well enough to know that you're not going to do anything. It's not a win for the agents. Yes. So that part I absolutely know is 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 a slam dunk. So real, I'm impressed with their with their or, with their organization. I'm impressed with their vision. I'm impressed with their their model, um, and I'm impressed with their flexibility. They have flexibility that a lot of companies don't have, and I think that's going to be a big part of their winning formula or is a part big part of the winning formula mm -hmm. um, and I'm looking I'm looking forward to some great things from them and from you guys so talk to us a little bit about hub about the hub because we're here currently in the hub thank you for having us by the way uh, it's a little just almost 15,000 square feet mm -hmm. uh, we talked with Max about it for a couple of minutes <clears throat> and how you guys are turning it into kind of a we work type um, work share type type um, environment starting in January um, and we're at the end of, we're taping the end of November, <clears throat> a couple of days before um, Thanksgiving, in fact. And so 
you're going to have accountants here. You're going to have attorneys here. You're, you have a, an escrow company here. You have a lender here. I mean, you have, you're real, of course, right? Mm -hmm. You all have created a real synergy here. And not only is it a really nice office, you did a really great job with it. Really nice office. Mm -hmm. It's also has an amazing energy to it. Mm -hmm. Like I was here the other day interviewing Mark and we were in your uh, record, recording studio, which is unreal. I mean, it's really cool. And it's right there, right next to the training area, right? And you had a training going on. In fact, you were in your, your Halloween costume that day when I saw you, uh, which was cute, by the way. It was really cute. Um, bad hatter. Bad hatter. You, you're just, I mean, I don't care what you wear. Yeah, you're adorable, mad, but so that was really, that was really cool. So, um, but it was, it was, the thing was, I, I, I took the tour with Mark and I was just thoroughly impressed. I mean, you guys really thought this through. And this is a really neat place with a lot of synergy and a ton of energy. And I want people to understand that haven't been here, you need to come visit this place. It is, and the the, the website is thehubbieslake.com, right? Thehubbieslake.com. Really great website, by the way, I've been on it. Um, and you, it does not do this place justice, though. You've got to come see it. Um, it is really, really cool. And I, this, you guys knocked this out of the park. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. So talk a little bit about what went into the idea of creating the hub. I was, I, you know, full disclosure, I trained for you mm -hmm. at your old office, which yes. was in a different part of Chula Vista, uh, next to a church, right? Um, and that was cool. That was a cool environment. You know, it's, it's all about the people, but it was a cool environment, that kind of thing. But it's not this. This is way, way, way out of the park. Thank you. So it is very, really cool. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm not flattering you. I'm. This place is awesome. So talk a little bit about the thought process behind the hub. Yes. Well, thank you. We're really proud of the hub. Uh, you know, we we knew we wanted to own our own building. Okay. Real estate. We were renting an office space for so long. Yeah. We knew we wanted to. Um, change the environment, even though we had a very cool office where we were, mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, we wanted to own our own building. Yeah. So that was a big uh, goal for us, mm -hmm. is to be able to purchase, you know, a significant, uh, invest in a significant space, mm -hmm. a commercial space, that we can house uh, the different companies. And of course, Max being Max, Max. nothing is just <laughs> a real estate office. <laughs> <laughs> it has to I have love different this guy. elements. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> um, so we knew we wanted it to be in Chula Vista because yeah. one, Chula Vista is where again where I grew up, yeah. and I have a love for this community. Um, it's where our kids were raised, not only where I was raised, but our kids were raised. Where we had the opportunity to build the life that we have um, in our community. Um, so we said, you know, I, we know it has to be in the city of Chula Vista. Um, so we looked and looked, and I'm all about, you know, what you're, what you're manifesting out there is going to come back to you, and, and that's what we were saying. You know, we're going to find the right place. You know, it, it is going to. We know we are. We're going to believe in it. It's going to be a cool place, and this is what we we envisioned it, right? And when you envision it and you plan it out, I mean, we were even looking at pictures. I remember building a folder, looking through Pinterest, mm -hmm. you know, of what I wanted my office to look like. Um, and we talked about that and we wrote it down. And um, so that's what I mean by manifesting mm -hmm. is, is just yeah. writing that down of what you want it to look like mm -hmm. and really believing it and feeling it. What is that space going to feel like? Mm -hmm. So we put a lot of thought into that of what you can it tell. to be. You can absolutely tell. And um, so we said, um, so we were patient and then. Um, IRE development, um, mm -hmm. bought the land or owned the land and then had a sign up that they were going to redevelop and this is what it was going to look like, right? So it was just dirt. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't know what it was going to look like except for a photo that they had and mm -hmm. we reached out to IRE development. We were first looking at a smaller space, right. um, which is the space next to us. Mm -hmm. We were looking at a small space um, and then we looked at a single story just to have a single story, but Max is like, you know what, we gotta think bigger. Mm -hmm. If we're gonna do this, we gotta go big. That's Max. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in our old office, do you remember on our wall, we had Think Bigger, uh -huh. just huge. I mean, uh -huh. the entire length of this wall, it was like, yeah. 
20 feet wide or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the words just think bigger. Yeah. Um, that's always like stretch, you know, okay, what are your goals now? Multiply that by three, you mm -hmm. know, think really big. Anything or 10. <laughs> right? So that's what he said, you know, let's just go for it. Mm -hmm. And Max is a genius always, remember, from scaling businesses mm -hmm. up and both planning financially, you know, he's very, very good at that. You make a dollar, you're only spending, you know, 30 cents of that, and the rest of it you're investing or you're reinvesting into your business and all that. So we had a healthy book of business because of how Max runs our finances. <laughs> um, it's always been very hard because I always want to spend 90 cents of that dollar. Right. <laughs> right. So I had to be very disciplined. Right. Um, uh, that's another story. <laughs> I remember him cutting up my cards, actually handing me scissors and saying, you're going to cut your credit cards up because you're not going to use them. He made you cut them? Yes, my credit cards up. Wow. <laughs> Just that. Wow. <laughs> when he was, when we were really planning out, you yeah. know, what is our three-year goal, mm -hmm. you know, what is our five-year plan for personally, mm -hmm. um, and being just so strict about that. Mm. So. Wow. <laughs> For him, it doesn't matter how many zeros are on that bank account, we're just spending this, and wow. that's it. He's fierce. Yeah, he's very fierce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what, that, that's what- That takes some gumption. Uh, yes, you yes. Know, to have your yes. wife have to cut up her own cards. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, so I've learned a lot of valuable lessons from him, just not only on business, but finances. Um, and that's what we teach our agents now, too, as well. But so we were very healthy, um, and we had a plan of what we wanted this to look like. And so that's when we found this space. Mm -hmm. And then we started, now we had a blank canvas, right? Mm -hmm. We had just the stilts going up. Yeah. Um, and what was it going to look like? Mm -hmm. So we met with an architect and a big firm. It was the first time ever in our life that we actually hired a, a, a large, you know, as Hispanics, you know, you're like, oh, I can be the painter. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you always have different, you, you hire somebody to be the drywall person. Mm -hmm. You hire somebody from here. You know, right. But it was the first time in our life that we were um, contracting with a large professional firm mm -hmm. um, that only we thought you know big corporations could afford right uh, yet alone just us as small business people we said you know we got to do this right right we got to trust in the professionals yeah. <laughs> that have been doing this um, and that have a good track record to do this right so well this we is did. a little bit this is a little bit of an evolution yes you started out with max painting his rentals yes right when the tenants <laughs> would move out you'd go with him and help him paint these places mm -hmm. right yes and so fast forward from there to here, now all of a sudden you're hiring somebody else to hire somebody else to go do that. Right. Wow. Yeah. You just I mean, my mind. Yeah. I mean, it's, this, is, this is quite the evolution, you know? Yes. That's um, amazing. Look at how far you've right? come. Right? <laughs> and I still look the same. I haven't aged. No, awesome. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love that. Um, Okay, so yeah, that's um, so we met with the architects and the yeah. designers, and I showed them, you know, my Pinterest folder of everything that I had gathered throughout the last few years of what I was envisioning the space to look like, mm -hmm. from the colors to the flooring to everything, pretty mm -hmm. much of what the space. So I was um, Max was he came from the angle of a collaborative space where we could have you know different professionals and actually let it be the real estate hub mm -hmm. um, for the community and he came in from from that angle and mm -hmm. for me it was more of what does it have to look like how what does it have to feel mm -hmm. um, the aesthetics of it and you know the from the transparency of the windows because we in our old office you know everybody would go in close the door pull down the shades mm -hmm. and just say do not disturb prospecting right <laughs> you know, that's right. kind of your, you know your real estate office i remember that office right I was there, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't it prevented kind of the the sharing and the masterminding and the collaboration between agents mm. and um, everyone else at the office so we wanted to create a space where it was open you know there was no hiding behind doors mm. it was transparent and there's 
glass that you can't cover up mm-hmm. um, and you have to be comfortable with that and mm-hmm. if, if you're not comfortable if you want to go hide in the closet to do your business then maybe this is not the space yeah, office somewhere else right somewhere right. else but this is a place of transparency and sharing and collaborating and um, there's noise going on and mm-hmm. that's where the energy comes from and that's yeah. where the vibe comes from so we, we had that vision of what it wanted, what it was going to look like um, so we started designing the space and then um, Max then comes up with the crazy idea of why don't we have an event center in the hub and I'm like an event center so you're wanting to hold events while we're conducting real estate how is that even gonna work you know I was like what what, what is what do you mean you know there's gonna be party and dancing while we're trying to conduct business in the same space that's exactly how what is that saying. gonna work that's exactly what he's saying, saying. Yeah. he's like yes I said well how you know if we're meeting with the client how is that noise and then he says well that's the whole point is that there is you know life noise and life yeah. going on yeah. at the same time and um, we have the community coming in, and it's a space that's open to the community, not just for real estate, but for different sorts of venue, you know, mm-hmm. events that are going to yeah. be happening here. So that was something we There's a certain amount of brilliance in. in this deal. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. So that was a different twist to it. Um, this is a guy who's been focused on community his entire life. Yes. And he turns his office into a community center yes. on top of, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and Makes then sense. we can have you know, special rates for nonprofits mm-hmm. you know, to help them because they need a space. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's tough in the city of San Diego and in Chula Vista to find a space, whether you're, if you're a nonprofit mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're meeting some, you're meeting at the park or mm-hmm. you're meeting at you know, someone's backyard mm-hmm. or in a garage somewhere, right. you, know, you can't um, afford to find a eight class building, mm-hmm. you know, a nice place to have your Certainly not something this place. So Max wanted to create a place and so how we're designing it and so we have the different, you know, where a nonprofit can come in and be able to afford having, you know, an event here. So he has, you know, that's his passion. It's kind of a theme, a running theme in his life story. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's also really tied into Real's vision. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is cool. This is cool what you guys have created. I mean, I love it anyway, but this is cool what you've created and turning it also into a work share space. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's, that's a, a huge lot. need. It's a, it's a huge need. For any type of business, yeah. um, if you're making candles or mm-hmm. you're you know, a tax advisor, mm-hmm. whatever it is, what kind of business you are, you need you know, a space and an affordable space. Mm-hmm. So it's genius to have a collaborative space where you can rent out, you know, um, an office in a cool space mm-hmm. at the hub, um, and be able to run your business. And that's that's the love that uh, Max has is for small business. He's always had a passion and a love for small business, and so that's it's kind of a it's a it's a pretty interesting space at the hub. Full circle. Yeah, full circle. That's with awesome. All that, yes. And go ahead. So let me ask you a question. Is there anything else you'd like to cover before we wrap up? My goodness. Um, well, we have some cool things planned here at the Hub from... Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, you know what? We're, we're one of the ideas, I know Max talked about the membership that's going to be opened up in January. Yeah. But I'm excited about the different events and the different ideas that are flowing from one of our agents. Um, she does uh, Zumba classes. You know, that's what she does on the side. She's a real, she's a realtor, mm-hmm. but she teaches Zumba classes. She says, you know, can I have, can we open up this for the community and, and I'll teach Zumba classes mm-hmm. or from, we have another one that does, um, she does uh, boxing, like some uh, boxing. And she says, maybe we can open up the space and do something like that. So, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. I'm like, yes. So we don't even know. I don't even think we've scratched the surface of yeah. the types of events or how we're going to utilize the space. That's what it sounds like. Um, coming into the, I'm sure Max talked about we had a wedding, you know, not too long no, ago. No, we didn't talk about the wedding. We had a wedding. No, I didn't know you I had a wedding here. I never even thought of a wedding. We I never imagined you'd have a wedding. Training. Yeah. Um, I heard it was a very nice wedding. So, I mean, you never know yeah. from 
from community events to business events to weddings. Well, if you have <laughs> an event, if possible. you have an event to host, the hub at eastlake.com. Hub Eastlake, the hub Eastlake. The hub at Eastlake. The hub at eastlake.com. Yes. The hub at eastlake.com. Or on Instagram, Facebook. That's or... awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much you for your welcome. time and thank you for sharing your life story thank with us. You. I appreciate you being on the Mike Litton experience. Happy to be here. Good to see you. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Mike Litton Experience. If you did, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about our program, and wherever you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating. It helps us to connect with quality people just like you. And that's a wrap. Another episode of the Mike Litton Experience in the books. Reach out to Mike on Instagram at Litton Realty. Want to meet with Mike? Check out calendly.com slash Rio 760.